The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out professionalcasual.com. As a special thanks to all of our patrons, we are giving away one item from the Professional Casual Network store at teespring.com slash stores slash professional casual. All you have to do to enter is be a patron. That can be as little as a dollar a month. And every month we will give away an item of your choice from the store. Follow us at patreon.com slash professional casual. Hello. 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 And welcome to The Space Between. I'm Danny, and joining me today are author and podcaster Dan Cole. Oh, I'm first today. Yeah. Executive producer of the Professional Casual Network, Tim France. Hi. Hi. And Twitch gamer, Thrillash Gaming himself, Taylor Hoyt. Well, hey there. Hi. Hi, friends. Hello. Good to see you all. Hi. Even though our listeners can't see you because this is a podcast. Hi. Yay. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> There's no right. camera for you this time, Taylor. What did I bring this camera for? <laughs> That's for after the episode. I'm one of our, why you've been sitting our, in front of your own computer from home <laughs> this whole time. One of our Patreon tiers does include the ability to leer at us through the Coles window as we record. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going on Patreon right now. Yes. It up. is limited. <laughs> Space is limited, so act now. In this episode of The Space Between, we are tackling issues 18 through 20 of Chris Claremont's run of The New Mutants that went from 83 to 91. This is the super exciting part because this is the chunk that we've been waiting for because we're doing all of this in preparation for the movie, which is being released on August 28th. And rumor has it, you know, if you you are like me and you love the rumor mill because, you know, small town living... The movie is largely based on the arc that we are going to talk about today, which is the Demon Bear Saga. The Demon Bear. The Demon Bear Saga. Of Fleet Street. So. <laughs> the wrong movie? That's wrong. Okay. That's Grey Malkin Lane that they live on. Thank you. <laughs> so this arc has some adjustments made to it, some changes. Dan, you want to walk us through the changes in art? Yes, we have a huge change in art, which uh, goes along with the change in tone with this arc. Uh, We so we had Bob McLeod was our original uh, artist for this changed over to um, Sal Bushima around issue six or so. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he's been doing it until this issue. Keep trying to say episode and accident (laughs) until this issue where it's a bill um, sequence. I don't so, know how to pronounce it. Right. So the first <laughs> two, way through it. I appreciate the confidence in that. Yeah. Sounds sounds right to yeah. me. The first two artists, the they were very like typical 80s comic book. Like yes. there wasn't anything wrong with it. There wasn't really a style. It was Marvel style. It looks this everyone looks has the same proportions as every other Marvel book that's out. Yeah, I didn't much. notice a difference between the two artists. Right. I Neither. had a hard time. I didn't telling. either. I no. like I saw that it changed in the credits. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow, I can't even hardly tell. Yeah. This new artist. Goddamn. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Very different. Bill Sankiewicz's stuff. It was like I was telling Dan, like it truly was like art to me. Oh, my gosh. Like some of the pages. When it loaded, because we're using the Marvel Universe. Is that the app? Oh, Marvel Comics. Marvel Digital Comics Unlimited. Yes, that yeah. one. It's, it has an MU, so I was like, it's more with yeah. you. Yeah. Um, when, when it loaded up the uh, like the front page of the comic, the the um, shit, what the hell is that called? The cover. The cover? Yeah. Uh, I was like, this is new. This is yes. beautiful. This oh my gosh, because like it's kind of like watercolor style, the covers oh are. Yeah, beautiful. It's, 
realistic and trippy at the same time, yeah. which is sure. really neat. It's a it's a massive tonal difference too, not just in kind of the base art. And you can tell that we like this one a lot yeah. better because it gets real yeah. good. We're talking about the damn title, like the cover. Of it. <laughs> yeah, right. and just I feel like a lot of um, a lot of what Bill Senkowitz was able to do, he captured a lot of their emotion just in their facial expressions. Where I feel like really that was are. really flat in the first like seventeen issues or so, for sure. You know, because it just wasn't as detailed. But I remember, I can't remember which issue it was, but there's a specific panel where like Sam is explaining something to someone and he just has this like inquisitive, like he's got his like thinking cap on, so to speak, where you can tell without even looking at what he's saying, you can kind of tell what he's trying to get across with his body language and with his facial expression. And I just, I loved that. It really took me much more into the story in this arc than in previous issues. I want to pop in real quick before we go any further with this. I'm I was just my dick in. looking up a <laughs> little bit in. about the author. Down. And it's funny how you said, I said that with such confidence. I said it completely wrong. Uh-oh. This is not how you say this <laughs> oh. guy's name. Sorry. Actually, Bill. his Twitter handle is how to pronounce his name. Okay. And like looking oh. at things like it's pronounced Sinkovich. 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 God bless oh. you. Or Sin- Sinkevich. Because the K-E-V in the middle for the pronunciation is all capitals. Sinkevich, yeah. Sinkevich. Okay. So we were way off. Yeah, I got a soup and a half Sinkevich on the way over. Um, Yeah, and he's been doing this for a long time. He was born in 58, so he started doing this when he was, what, 25? My math right there? It was 83? Sure. Once again, I I don't know the answer, so I'm going to say you're correct. I'm just kidding. (laughs) So he's only 25 making these, and... He, he's an Eisner Award winning wow. uh, artist, which is, is a, a big thing? deal in the comic world. Oh. Like those are like the Emmys of comics. Dang. That's really awesome. I mean, just. Yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. And we're looking at the cover. It's just so gorgeous. And it's just like, you know, you look at that cover, you look over at the cover of the graphic novel. It's night and day. Yeah. You know, oh, for sure. Yeah, it's just so it's I feel like looking at the difference in those covers, I feel like. 25 years difference for real between them. Yep. The yeah, he was ahead of his time yeah. for sure. So it's truly beautiful. So if you look at, you know, nothing else in this run, look at these issues because they are really just beautiful. truly beautiful and a great story. I really liked the story a lot. The atmosphere in this story is actually a character. It's present. Yes. Like it yes. feels like mm-hmm. a, a survival horror game. The, it's so grim dark. Yes. The weather, the snow outside, you feel mm-hmm. trapped in it. Hey, this was really cool. Oh, it's very man. cinematic. You I are can, trapped in like yeah. in parts of it. I could see why they would want to make this part a movie. And you're so right that like the setting itself is a character, which like as an English teacher and a storyteller and a lover of stories, I love that so much when you can really make that work for you. Damn. Damn, boy. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. So let's get into the proper story here. You're right in there. So page one, talking about like the tone, the atmosphere. Page one. Pow, right in the kisser. Look at this page. Yeah, for, for real. real. You know, it's Danny huddled under the covers with a terrified look on her face and the image of the demon bears like transposed onto her blanket. Um, so cool. And the demon bear is what killed her parents because she had like 
prophesized it with her powers or something like that. So she always felt like tremendous guilt because she thinks that they went after the demon bear because she made them see it. Right. With her powers. But not Catholic guilt. Not Catholic guilt. (laughs) She's not guilty that, you know, deep Native American guilt. (laughs) And it's short and I'm ugly. God, God hates me down. Um, So she knows that the demon bear is watching her and it's coming for her. So she's pretty freaking scared. It's coming. Pretty freaking scared. Um, And then cut, (laughs) cut to the mansion, you know, with some background about like the mansion's purpose and what it does. And then it blows up. And I'm like, what the what is happening? So it blows up. Um. There's a young redheaded girl. At first I thought it was rain, but mm-hmm. it's not rain. Yeah. Um, she's running through this crumbling mansion. She's got a monologue uh, where she like has to protect herself with this telekinetic force field. She says, like mom and the professor taught me, but she's not strong enough to do it. So like Dan knows who she is. I'm like, I don't know. Cause she's got like this redheaded buzz cut. And I'm like, how is this not rain? I don't yeah. understand. Yep. Well, yeah. She's got longer hair. It's I guess not initially. It's pretty short. short. Yeah. Well, she's got like chin length. But when you, so the big thing here is this artist, we haven't seen him draw rain. Correct. So right. you're looking at this lady and you're like this from far away and it could definitely be her. Mm-hmm. And then it skips to a different part in the future, eventually down the page. And she's got shorter hair. And is that rain? But she looks like she's 30. Right. So now right. it's like, okay, we haven't seen rain yet. We haven't seen rain yet. We haven't seen rain yet. I think that like page 15, she finally pops in and you're like, okay, this isn't her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so this is another one of those instances where if you're not reading Uncanny X-Men, this is confusing as fuck. Like what yeah. is, I took, took me a minute to figure it out. And oh, this is Rachel Summers. I have no who to, no, who is that? She's the daughter of um, Scott Summers, Cyclops, and oh, uh, not Gene, but Gene's clone, Madeline Pryor. I think. Huh. I always get a little confused with Rachel and 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 Cable, Nathan Summers. Okay. I think Cable is Madeline's. That's son. right. Yes. I believe it's pronounced Cable. Um, Cable. God bless you. <laughs> but she had another. She's kind of like Cable. She has this. She's like from an alternate reality, right? Kind of thing. Yeah. Not from the future. But a different and, timeline. But you'd have literally no idea that this was not rain unless it was for that line. I have to use these other powers that rain right. does not yeah. have. Yeah. It's and I thought I was like, whoa, like weird. how much time has passed that rain now right. has telekinetic abilities? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. She's um, absorbing power. Unfortunately, it does take away from this story a bit because it's just like you're, you're taking all this time to figure out what the fuck is happening in these two pages. This is one of three criticisms that I have in this arc was who is this chick? And then she's like, she's running through the chaos. She finds professor X who's just like chilling, staring out the window. And then he tells her to go to the danger room where she's safe. Um, and then he like tells whoever's shooting to cease fire. And then he gets blasted, Yeah, but not like cannonball blasted. He's not <laughs> nearly invulnerable. He gets shot um, by a tank. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, right. That's blood, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. It was yeah. a lot of blood. It was a lot of blood because in, in the old artist, it was like purple. Right. Or this that is red bright pink. Like, yes. Yeah. What? No, he's a lot of dead. Um, And then this redheaded woman is hanging out outside of the mansion and the police officer's like, hey, what's up? And she's like, I'm just waiting to talk to Professor X. So she goes, she approaches the mansion. 
and then cut away from her. <laughs> yeah. We're as confused as you are yes. right now. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is going on? She talks about soldiers that found her in the ruins. They drugged her and tortured her in prison. You know, so but she. But now Professor X is alive. Right. And right. mansion yeah. is still yeah. there. And uh, they don't explain it at all. So the important thing is that in these next three issues, there are a couple characters and things that happen and are introduced that have nothing to do with this arc as a whole and are obviously to be built up later in some other story. Yeah, right. Yeah. Which is something I love that Claremont does with his stories where he sprinkles these little things in that have big payoffs later. But since we're reading this kind of in a vacuum by itself, not reading the books that Claremont's writing at the time, we're not seeing these other bits of the story. I mean, obviously, we could continue reading this book and see what happens with these sprinkles. But at this point, it's just almost like wasted pages for what we're doing. Right. Yeah. Which is Um, too bad. True. So cut to inside. Sam, Roberto and Amara are training in the danger room. Um, There's like an unnamed narrator. You don't know if it's Danny or if it's right. the redheaded girl from the beginning or, or who right. it is. Right. Mm. I assumed it was Danny because she says my talents, my talent is mental, pretty much useless against robots. So I yeah, assume that right. it was Danny because she'd had that issue before. Like, what am I going to train for in the danger room? These robots don't have fears that I can draw out of them or whatever. Right. And she's kind of so, speaking as like the leader of the group right. here. So I assumed it was Danny at this point. Right. So they're doing their thing. Sam is near and vulnerable when he's blasting. <laughs> You know, what's nice about the last, like the last couple of issues, gosh, I can't even remember how many it's been since they said that, like they really toned down. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's zero issues since they've said that. (laughs) (laughs) They definitely skipped one or two. And I was like, when it came up, I was like, I don't think I read that in the last, like, yeah. Two issues. It's crazy, right? It, it is kind of cool though. Sam is like able to do some like maneuvering in the air. I guess he's been training with Nightcrawler, I which love is that. really yeah. cool to yeah. see that they're like drawing on strengths of other X Men to help each other, which is pretty cool. Um, you know, and Cannibal's being a dummy and almost runs into Magma, but doesn't. And then she gets squished by kind of squished by a, a robot, but not really. None of them are really in danger, but they, you know, take out all the robots. No problem. They it's fun to see them show off their skills and stuff as they're developing them more and more. It's just nice to see them growing as people and mutants, Um, but not growing too fast too. where it's like, oh, well, you know, all of a sudden they're awesome. Right. Yeah. It's like, no, but I can do a somersault in the air now instead of just blasting, (laughs) which makes I actually really appreciate that, that he turns his powers off completely and then turns and then turns them back on. Yeah. I mean, that's a way to do it. Right. It worked. Yeah, absolutely. And Good job, Nightcrawler. It's something that they bring up often is like Sam's really bad at this. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody else is really good at developing right. their powers over time. And Sam. He's learning bad. how to turn. Right. And he's the oldest, which is like, why aren't you better at this? Yeah. Uh, right. You're and I, I, it brought me back to Star Wars. You know, like, yeah. you shouldn't teach Luke because he's like 20 some odd because he's not going to be able to to master this stuff as easily right. as someone who's seven who's mm-hmm. going to get cut down by Anakin soon. Right. Spoiler alert. Um, Whoa. <laughs> or Ray who needs no tomorrow. training at all and just is yeah, vulnerable just, and the best boom. kid I ever. There you go. <laughs> Whoop, there it is. Um, so Sam tries to be a hero and like catches Amara and, you know, it's this very like awkward and Danny kind of narrates that. 
Danny narrates that Sam is super into Amara, but Amara doesn't reciprocate that. So every kind of like physical interaction with them is just awkward. <laughs> it's very <laughs> awkward. Poor Sam. He just doesn't understand. He, he just, he, he don't. Magic and Danny are hanging in the observation deck. Apparently Magic has this little purple lizard dude friend. Lockheed. Yeah. So, uh, he's a dragon. dragon Okay, where the fuck did he come from between issue 17 and 18? Um, I forget where he, I think he's an alien. An alien dragon. <laughs> that explains a lot. Okay, if, you know. Yeah, so I only vaguely knew who he was, <laughs> and I would have so mad because if I didn't know who he was, it's just been like, come on, are you kidding Where's me? Where's this fucking dragon? I, honestly, I, I love Lockheed. I assumed that he was like some de- demon spirit thing That's, that she yeah. just materialized. He like, typically oh, is now. associated with Kitty. He's with Kitty because you have the bust of Kitty with Lockheed. Right there, yeah. Oh, now it's on the shelf in a box. <laughs> yeah, he just pointed to an empty. Like, there's some box. markers. Right there. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, look, a plastic tank. Is that what you mean? <laughs> yeah, he's an alien. Actually, alien dragon. He can breathe fire. I mean, he's so he's cool. A I love Lockheed. He's so goofy. Oh, gotcha. Huh? There is a bust of Kitty with Lockheed. No, look at that. Is it painted? I'm just showing off Kitty's bust. I'm yeah. not complaining at all. It's not huge, but Wait, it's... Isn't she like 14? I'm complaining. Like, this is a problem now. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. Who knows what time it is now? <laughs> Who knows who's alive? Are we People are seven, then tell. they're 30. <laughs> Cats are dogs. Oh, she yeah. fi- Professor X is shot and also alive. It's still winter, though. So it's always <laughs> winter. Kitty finds, found Lockheed when they were on the brood planet. Okay. Oh. When did they go there? Well, the X-Men did that before this time. You know, Way where all back. the other conflict resolution happens, not in this comic. <laughs> right, yes. X-Men, exactly. Uncanny X-Men number 153. Um, so I vaguely knew about Lockheed because I knew about the bust that Dan had of Kitty with Lockheed. So, I don't know. I couldn't remember the name until Magic said it later on, though. So Danny kind of narrates some more about, like, Magic and the relationship building that's going on there. It talks about how Amara and Ileana aren't really that different, spending you know their childhood away from the modern world. Amara being raised in Nova Roma and Ileana in a demon-filled purgatory of horror and chaos. Um, you know, so they they have a lot in common, the two of them. So Danny has another vision of the demon bear. Demon bear. And she realizes that she needs Professor X's help to control this stuff, but shockingly, he's not there. Man, he's never it's crazy. But dude, I would be so mad if I sent my kid to this school where you've got one teacher. bum knee ballet teacher. Yeah. Here's the good news. Almost all their parents are dead, so they don't care. Oof. Jesus, Dan. That's real great news. Ouch. Just so they <laughs> don't have to worry guy. about it. Here's the good news. Their parents don't have to care about them because they're dead. Thanks. Real great news. That's great. Sorry to Does bring magic you have down. Parents. Yeah, same as Colossus. Are they alive? Yeah, I think so. So wow. then, wow. I said you. most of them. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> Didn't I? Right. Are know. they in, still so, in Mother Russia? Mother yes. Russia. So the doorbell rings, and Ileana and Lockheed are like, "We'll get it." And it's that redheaded chick from the beginning. But she's all grown up. She's all grown up. Not I thought really. she had a missing eye. In that one panel, I was like, what happened to her goddamn face? Does she have the cable like, um, uh, it's just, all, it's just no. all like blacked out. 
Oh, yeah. You, which I'm assuming is just a shadow. But yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, geez, what's wrong with her face? And then she's like holding that side of her face. So she's like all kinds of like thrown out of sorts because she's like, you know, that's Ilyana, but she's a teenager. And the one that I remember was killed and blah, blah, blah. So it's kind of like this new redheaded chick, chick is like a time traveler who's trying to prevent the bad stuff from happening. And that's the last we see of her in this three issue arc. So, <laughs> so we don't so have to worry about it. So if you've been struggling with this episode up until now, don't worry. Cause uh, it doesn't come so back. Anyway. It doesn't come back. <laughs> yeah. Then we have another interlude, but different right. characters. Which, Cut to space, uh, well, which uh, is my second criticism of this arc. Yeah. Cause I was and like, is, what is this? This is sprinkle. But once, so if you're reading yeah. New Mutants over the long term, this is really important, a huge deal, and it's that slow grow storytelling that Claremont loves. I hate slow grow, number one. Number two, you talk about how this is sprinkling. I want my ice cream cone coated in sprinkles. This is like one sprinkle per four gallons of ice cream. This yeah. is like Funfetti with a quarter of the Funfetti. So like occasionally you're, looking, you're like, oh, there's something blue there. Yeah. A quarter of the fun fetty and therefore a quarter of the fun. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so again, in the long term, it's really just an fu. Yeah. It's worth it. <laughs> reading it in the vacuum like this, we lose a lot of that. So I'm yeah. going to continue reading this when we're done because I'm curious about how these. So, like, go. I knew this this particular interlude. This was Warlock, right? Yes. Um, and he is my, from my understanding, a cool character later. But yeah, I don't have yeah. a lot of frame of reference yeah. for him. So yeah. So anyway, cut to space. Uh, Something crashes. One more side tangent, though. Okay. This is gorgeous. Yeah. Oh my gosh! It's I love how he draws. Beautifully Warlock. done. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. Everything about it is space is gorgeous. Warlock is gorgeous. Everything is beautiful. Yeah. And just the way that the like panels are set up on the page, fighting the sun. It's really cool. Like, oh my gosh! It's really, really it's cool. Beautiful. Go on. Well done. So, cut to a snowy landscape. Danny's hunting. She's got a bow and arrow. She talks about how, um, you know, it's really cold. She's got her suit on, but she doesn't have like any kind of mask to protect her face. She starts like bumping a bear with her bow and arrow. Are you reading his nose? 360 nose scopes of bear in his stupid face. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. I can't even figure out where we are here. <laughs> like I said, I was in that Dark Steel Colossus paragraph. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> like literally up. until I said that. And I was like, oh shit, we moved up. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, so it's windy, it's cold. She's shooting arrows into this bear. She only yada, had one, yada. Yeah. So like she shot it and then retrieved it and then shot and then it again. Shot yeah, it again. Which is awesome. super rad. She's like being super badass. And then she tells Ileana to turn it off and she's in the danger room. Which is, you know, whatever. She's just training for yeah. this bear. Yeah. She knows that happened. the demon bear. Which yeah. makes it still cool. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Very cool. Even though it was a hologram. Yeah. Well, and they have a conversation where she's like, you just keep having me fight you bears. Like What's bigger up? ones. Like, well, who right. are you training against? You she's gotta like, start ah, don't worry yeah, about it. You gotta it. start somewhere, she says at some point. Right. Um, it's interesting to watch them like talk a little bit about the training. And I, again, I love this illustration. Like, I just think that Danny's character looks so freaking cool. She's got that belt on now. This like, uh, I mean, big like medallion belt but it's like more obvious and more yeah. apparent and just like the details of her face and stuff like they look more like individual people yeah. right in Absolutely. these panels which i really i really appreciate that i feel like the the older quote-unquote um illustration was like new comic idea let's just throw 
you know, the, yeah. the basic illustration, let's not take our time on it. And yeah. now it's starting to take wind. Like the, I, I don't know if you guys noticed, but these are now a dollar. The, the comics, oh. they're now a dollar a piece oh. instead of a couple cents. Okay. So like this is starting to take off. Like, yeah. you, you know, yeah. people are going to pay more money for it. Um, so they might as well like get their money's worth. Right. Exactly. So I cool. imagine they were like, uh, we want that artist over yeah. there who's yeah. really good at this. <laughs> well, and throughout my, t- I don't know if you'd call it tenure, but reading different series and stuff, a lot of the visual changes that they do where they, where they try something a little bit uh, progressive mm. uh, usually doesn't work. In my yeah. opinion, it looks awful. It's like, why did they do this? This looks yeah. stupid. Not the case here in any right. way, shape, or form. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the attitude is like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But this was one, like a venture into something new that really paid off. Yeah, absolutely. It's great. I'm sorry, 60 cents. It's, just, it's still 60 cents. I think, Six, I think the cent. next one is a dollar because it's like a double issue or something like that. Gotcha. Go on. Okay. Um, so Danny and Ileana are kind of talking about the training. Danny lies to her and Ileana knows what's up. And then as they're walking down the corridor, you see the like eyes and mouth of a creepy bear in the darkness. Yeah. Which is super cool. And not like a bear. It's not like a snout. It's like right. demon eyes and like horrible well, teeth yeah. and like for whatever reason the squiggly eyes that he draws on it. in everything. Really awesome. Like yeah. <laughs> they're really cool. Uh, Bushido? Is that what it is in in White Dwarf? Blanchitsu? Blanchitsu. That's what this art reminds me of. Oh, John Blanche. Yes. That's what okay. it reminds me of. I can see sure. that. Sorry, go yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. So Danny's alone in her room. She's kind of thinking about the demon bear that killed her parents. She's pretty sure that it uh, didn't care about her parents at all and that it was really just coming for her. Um, so she like gets herself all war painted up and goes out into the woods to find it. And she freaking she's calling it out. I yeah. love that she yeah. puts yeah. war paint on. Yeah, yeah. Sure. It's so badass. So she goes at it and she really like holds her own for quite a while with this fight with this bear. That one page spread on, on page 17 of the bear just towering over Danny. Yeah, this thing's huge. like 20 yeah. feet tall and for it's sure. this massive monster. And she's just, just the expression that um, Sinkowitz gets, no, Sinkowitz gets in her posture and everything where like her hand is open up just that clear terror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Without even seeing her face. It's just like, whoa. Yeah. Cause she's only seen this demon's demon bear as like a spiritual apparition. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. You know, right from her parents' minds. Yeah. And now here it is. And know? this thing's like five, <clears throat> six times the size of the bear she was practicing against. My favorite part of this fight is when she holds an arrow in its mouth. Yes. And then and it, it plays down. down yeah. And it goes oh, through its so mouth. Cool. Oh, it's so neat. <laughs> My favorite yeah. part of this fight is that she uses her powers on it and it works and it sees her. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That the thing it's there of most is her. Yeah. So cool. It's very cool. Um, And she like, she is blasting this yeah. thing with arrows. She's, She's not, not nearly invulnerable, not even close, <laughs> but she is just like pummeling this thing with freaking arrows. Um, you know, in Tim's notes, he says, firing a stone headed Ricola right into the <laughs> demon bear's uvula. That was good. <laughs> so she hits it with some more arrows and it's down and she thinks that she's won, but then its eyes open up and she hasn't won. And then rain wakes up. And she's like, Danny. And because she's got that side link with Danny, she knows that something's bad, like something bad has happened. So she wakes all the new mutants up um, and they run out into the forest and Danny's 
fucked up and like there's blood everywhere she's Great like splayed panel. out peter griffin style so good <laughs> um, <laughs> you know. and i love how i think because the art um i was talking to name about this earlier today the the marvel style they called it for a long time when to make the comics the art the writer would come up with like the general like this is what happens in this issue this should happen on these different pages and then the artist would just go to town just draw it and then the writer would go back and fill in the what is said. Oh, that's cool. And they, they would fill in the the captions and things like this. And it seems like Claremont really has faith in Sinkovitz that I feel like I'm saying that wrong every time. Sinkovitz that he really backs off on the captions during the yeah. Demon Bear fight. Mm-hmm. On one page, there's one, yeah. which yeah. is like unheard of in this comic. Usually yeah. there's two per panel. And just right. like her constantly like thinking and narrating what's right. going on. Instead and of like away saying, from I that. have to hold out this arrow so he'll bite it. Like he lets the art do Take the over. talking yeah. right. here. Yep. And I think that is huge for this book and makes it so much better. Yes. <laughs> for sure. Like, sorry, Claremont, we don't need you to narrate everything for us. Let the art talk. And he really does here. And it's great. Yeah. Um. So because uh, there's been some sharing of this app. Uh, if I if I do say um, I actually started this comic, this particular um, issue on the last page with Sam Guff, Guthrie with a gun and Danny bloodied on oh, the floor. No. So I was like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> what what? You Tarantino yourself. I was like, what's yeah. going on? I got to go to the front. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so that takes us to issue 19, which is called Siege. And the first a uh, couple pages are, you know, Danny is getting wheeled in to the ER. She's, you know, screwed. They talk about everything, all the injuries that she has, you know, multiple lacerations, so torso and extremities, possible abdominal trauma, crushed and subluxed vertebrae, skull trauma, possible concussion, probable flail chest. Um, I'm just reading off of the panel at this point. Visible compound fracture of her f- a femur and fibula. Your femur is your thigh bone mm-hmm. and your fibula is... Part of your shin, right? Yeah. Because that's your tibula and your fib. Tibs, fibs. Tib, fib. Yep. yep. Uh, TLDR, she fucked up. Yeah, she yeah. got. up. Oh, God. Sure. And, like, they're calling for all this blood and stuff like that. And they, like, have to rush her to the OR right away. Um, Full blood transfusion with donors as well. Yeah. It's oh, it's not good. It's not really, really it. not good. They're very nervous. And so, they, you know, there's a police officer there who's like, what happened? And so the new mutants kind of walk them through, like, you know, where her classmates and <clears throat> she got attacked by a bear. Uh, what are you and the officer about? Is just like, Tim's constant description of the officer in the, the notes. thickest dick with the thickest mustache in the Westchester <laughs> County Police. He does have a sweet ass mustache. Um, of course. And he is smooth. Yeah, um, it's funny though because Berto is like such a dick and yeah for real because they're this... like she was mauled by a bear and he's like in Westchester County you gotta be kidding which like like no way you're kidding and Berto is like of course this is a one great elaborate practical joke like Come the right. fuck Why aren't you helping her? It's like, because I'm a police officer, not a doctor, you right. dick. <laughs> I don't know how they do it in Rio. I can't wait to watch this movie. Oh I hope God. he's as much of an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I not, mean, they're off to a right start because they made him white in the movie. So. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Did they oh, really? God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, white people are dicks. Yeah, basically. It's true. I know a lot of them. 
So they go through <laughs> how, you, you know, bro. they explain how they're from Xavier's school, but Xavier's out of town. Uh, Danny's parents are dead. Her grandpa's dead. Before her grandpa died, he made Professor X like her emergent Danny's emergency contact or whatever. So they're talking there's a huge snowstorm. So they're afraid that that's going to like hold Professor X up. So it's all pretty bad. The nurse is like, I'll get you guys some blankets and pillows because you're going to be here waiting until she's out of surgery. So the new mutants are hanging in the hospital and Sam brings up, you know, it stands to reason that this bear is going to come back and try and finish Danny off. So he brought their costumes or not their costumes, their uniforms with it is the belt that Danny was wearing and Rain wants to wear it, which I think is fucking weird. It is. It's super weird. She's like trying to honor her that way, I guess. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, it's I a think little it's strange. Because that's what Rain does is respect other people and who they are. <laughs> and their cultures and religions. <laughs> right. right. So she's going to wear this belt that like represents a minority culture as she's also wearing a cross. I just noticed in this panel Yeah. on page eight. As she transforms. And this is where her, she starts to look really weird. Like when she's like the half. Yes. yes. You know, and, and they she even like purpose. talk about it. She's so different. She um, does that on purpose wait, though, wait. so she can t- still speak English. You skipped over the best panel in this whole comic. What? When Sam's like, Bobby, hold the door. <laughs> Sunspot goes, he turns into Sunspot mode. He goes, so long as I hold this door closed, no power on earth will open it. And someone else says, ain't worried about the Hulk, Bobby, only the nurse. Yeah. <laughs> Being a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> like he's so overdramatic about it. Nothing will penetrate this door. It's like, it's like you okay. never succeed. What are you talking about? Someone's Bobby, there's gonna... a lock on it right there. <laughs> First of all, it's the middle of the night. Secondly, it's winter. Could you like, Hold your powers at bay because right. you got to wait until. Right, yeah. Right. That is a precious out. resource at this point. Right, right. Like, it really oh my is. Gosh, I think that's so the biggest dumb. thing Xavier is trying to put in his brain is like, stop using your powers. We don't have to. <laughs> right. And very realistically, has Roberto improved at all through this entire series? Um, his powers? Doesn't no. seem to have. I mean, he, he's still just. Like his biggest. I'm in the sun. I get strong. He pretty consistently uh, is described as not being invulnerable like Sam and then gets hit. Oh, that's true. Very Often. consistently yeah, that happens to him. Often. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The biggest problem with him is his stupid ass attitude. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so yep. therapy more so than the danger room. Right. Yeah, that would be good. You would think if they had like a mind reader teacher who was yeah. ever around, they'd like nip that in the bud. Yeah. So they have rain transform into like her half wolf half human form so that she can try and like tap into that mind connection with danny to find out like what happened and what they can do but also still communicate with the rest of the group right yeah, yeah. so <clears throat> she can relay the message and it actually like it brings danny like into consciousness like she's in surgery right now and she's sedated but she's trying so hard to like connect with rain and explain to rain what happened that she starts to like become conscious and they're like, give her more anesthesia. And they're like, no, that will kill her. Like you can't give someone too much of that stuff. Well, and this is super important in any type of horror movie. The first thing that you do is you take away access to telephones. Yes. Um, so this mm. is almost very reminiscent of that. Of like, well, you cut off the connection immediately. So you cannot communicate with the person that actually knows what's going on. Right. right. Exactly. <clears throat> um, Rain does get enough from Danny that, you know, the bear isn't done with her. And it's because it fears her because she she Danny has the power to destroy it. So but she doesn't get that part. Right. Yeah. Well, she says 
she put you know, yeah she gets that part they oh, don't know how they don't oh, know oh, what oh, power oh. danny has gotcha. to destroy it but just that she has the power to destroy I knew it there was a part they were missing right um and then that was it because Amara's like, well, then why didn't she use it to save herself? And Rain's like, I don't know. I couldn't <laughs> ask her that because she almost died. Right. Again. This is, isn't this where Rain also talks about it's like, well, maybe Danny would be better off dead. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like at one point she does yeah. say that because like she, it's she like. She can feel she's in so much pain. The stuff the nurses say is that happening. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, wouldn't it be more merciful to just let her go? Because she's going to be effed real bad. Cut to space again. For Corsair and Starjammers and Chode. Chode's such a great name. I, I don't know Pretty what's sure happening here. Yeah. Like, I have no idea. Nope. All right, no so clue. it's just a little the sprinkle again for Warlock. What's Whatever's going on with him. Is that him going yeah. to Earth? It, and there was something following him? Yeah, his father. <laughs> the son. Like, the son. Isn't that what he was fighting Who's before? Like, the actual son? So, no. So, so, Warlock's father ripped a son in half and threw it at that planet <gasps> that Warlock landed on. God, I thought he was, like, born from a star. Yeah, I had to read that a couple of times to, to totally figure out what it was. Okay. I, I honestly thought it was a Silver Surfer. <laughs> like, the no, first time I was oh, like, yeah. oh, there's a thing blasting through space. Blasting, almost invulnerable, through space. Blasting. Now, is that Captain Marvel or Miss Marvel at this time on the Stardammer ship as binary? Were no. they the same Binary is one of the Imperial Guard of the uh, Shi'ar Empire. Oh, okay. <clears throat> um, yeah, cool. So then back at the hospital, because, you know, that's where stuff is happening. Rain goes to check on Danny. And that is when she's like, you know, maybe it would be better if she just died. Um, the police officer, Corsi. Is that his name? Corsi. <laughs> yep. Full set, yes. Corsi. Um, he sees her, like draws his weapon and chases her because she's in like half wolf form. And is like, what the hell? And then like Rain like runs around a corner and like transforms fully to human. It's like, no, don't shoot me. And he's like, man, I got to get some sleep. Like, I thought you were a half wolf. Right. So I guess I didn't get that at first. I thought he was still chasing the bear and turned around the corner and was like, ah, oh, good thing you're not a bear. <laughs> but that makes, the way you just presented it makes a lot more sense. All right, I'm going to shout the shit Good thing you. you're not a bear. Good thing. And he's like, oh, man, I almost shot a civilian. Yeah. Whoops. Better go hit on this nurse. <laughs> oh Literally, he's like, hey, I'm yeah. Gonna- Yep. So and he's yeah, drawn, the next leaning page. against like the wall. Oh my god! And he's like, "Hey, but it yeah. works. It does." Be daring, yeah. the Friedlander. Find out for yourself. Oh god! She's like, "You figure you're pretty hot stuff, huh?" Corsi. He's like, "It's not like I'm on duty at a hospital out. and need you to know. like give constant attention in the OR." It it right. does. I am hot <clears throat> stuff. It does burn when I pee. So yes, oh, I am Jesus. hot stuff. <laughs> Calm down, Corsi. Whatever. So you see like in the side of that panel where he's hitting on the nurse, like the bear's teeth and it's like, and they scream. There's gunshots. The new mutants wake up and they run out of their like makeshift room and there's like blood on the floor and everybody's gone. Like all the, the nurses and whoever else. Danny's still in surgery. Magic is trying to do these like safety bubble spells over the OR to keep her safe. Which is super important, especially in the next issue, that her wards are made out of her own life force. So yes. right. super Any, cool. Right. Yeah. Any attack on them, like she feels that attack on herself. She actually gets injured and bleeds and stuff. Right. Yeah. Which is interesting. Very, very incredible. It's really cool. Um, so then 
we see the bear in the hospital or they see the bear more accurately. Um, and of course, Berto is like, let me at him. I want to punch like, it. Dude, you're fucking, you're not invulnerable. Berto like, is scrappy dude. <laughs> like, let me go find him. No, just the can you get worst. out of the way, please? Yes. <laughs> so accurate. Oh my gosh. Um, and the bear cuts Ileana with its like claws on her like elbow, like for no, her like bicep elbow yeah. area. I'm pointing to it. Nobody listening can see what I'm pointing to, I can but see. you get it. <laughs> um, so it cuts her there, but then where it cut her is like replaced with like machinery. That's what it looked like to me. For sure. Yeah. They ref- she refers to it just as some type of armor, but mm-hmm. yeah, it looked just I don't know to me like the warlock stuff that we just saw in space or whatever. But yeah. it looks pretty similar, but yeah, yeah but it's, it's not that more metallic. Yeah. So she stabs it with her soul sword because again that thing is freaking badass, and then the bear disappears. Bloop. Whoa! And then the lights go out. <gasps> dun, dun, Spooky. Dun, dun, dun. This is where I'm like, oh man, this. I'm looking forward to this movie now, but yeah. anything like this, <clears throat> yeah, like in the hospital and demon bear popping out, it's going to, yeah, right? if they do it right, it could be terrifying and awesome. Did, yeah. I, did I tell yeah. you guys that I don't do horror movies? Too bad. <laughs> this isn't a horror movie. This is a superhero movie. It's a thriller. And we're going to live stream our watching of it so that just people can just, like see your face when you're oh, like, oh, be bad. oh, like when I scared him earlier in the oh basement. <laughs> Creeper. I said um, words. Dan, can you IMDB who's playing thick dick? Corsi, <laughs> I didn't see him on the list. I actually uh, have that page up right now. I don't oh man. see a Tom Corsi. All right, so they head to the generator room to make it because the bear fucking did it. It like pulled the power cords or whatever, which like well, smart said it was bear. Like the wind or something, right? That's what they thought it was. Oh, but right. I think yeah. Ileana was like, "Nah, we yeah yeah." That was definitely this bear. So they yeah, have to go protect the backup generator. Then. Yes, <laughs> and so Ileana sets up some more of those wards. Um, and that's when we find out that like the bear it's upstairs because it's attacking some of the wards that she's placed and she's actually physically hurt. Um, so they fight the bear some more. Ileana gets hit again and she's got that like weird mechanized armor stuff on her. Um, blah. Fuck, they're just fighting this fucking thing. Yeah. Magma shoots some lava at it. Yeah. Magic takes another hit. And you then know. it starts casting a spell. Yeah. And it starts blasting. With those like weird scribbly eyes. And then the bear teleports it, teleports them all to where it's from, which it looks like, you know, Arizona. The Badlands. Right. Again, this final panel for the comic is so cool with this giant bear taking up most of it. And then there's like this bubble in the middle of the operating room flanked by Corsi and the nurse and the Nemeans are all at the bottom and they're just like, what the hell is yeah. going on? And they're like daylight. The air is warm. It's summertime. They almost, I believe they start and end each one of these issues on these just gorgeous two page spreads. Mm. Yes. Yeah. The neat thing about the bear too, is it just keeps getting bigger. Yeah. Yes. Like every single time they mm-hmm. show it at its full height. Like the, the first time we saw it when uh, Danny was fighting it, he was like, 20 feet tall now it's like 40 and then it, in the next episode next issue it's it, yeah it's huge yeah yep. it's absolutely yeah, it's just this huge. massive thing yeah. pretty sure that would be colossal <laughs> yes i love colossal shrimp <laughs> yeah, i'm just i saying. thought tim would jump on that and make a dark colossus joke but okay i'm trying to respect the 
the material here. <laughs> I've been incredibly serious in everything that I've prepared for this. Colossal mm-hmm. dick. Main drain. That down. takes us Can to. You take this away from me, please. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You want Episode. some dice instead? No, because I'll roll those. <laughs> All right, and so now we're on to issue twenty which is the last one that we'll talk about because it finishes up this arc and it's just called Badlands. Um, and it's so good. It's so good. So the bear takes them to like, it just looks like old, 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 like Southwest America, like before it was developed before anyone was there, you know, putting in skyscrapers or whatever. There's this little like grid chart thing. That's it like represents the shadow of the bear because like wherever the Bear's shadow is cast. It's like cold and night there. So that's really important for, yeah. And that's important for Sunspot, especially because, you know, he's solar powered and a dick. Well, they refer to him as both like a natural occurrence and an abomination. Like he's a slowly growing cancer in this like proto America. Yeah. Right. It's so cool. And again, the art is just beautiful. I freaking love it so much. So when I, when I first saw that map, I, I, my D and D stuff kicked in. And I was like, is this supposed to show us where the where they are and the bear is versus like the terrain and it's gonna like span the whole no, it's just the black parts are getting bigger and that's the nighttime. <laughs> yeah. So I was a little confused at first. But yeah. They got it was, me. It was confusing. It's okay, it's explains it for you. You yeah. had me in the first half. Yeah. But. Yeah. Um, so the bridge to the two worlds, it like that's the bubble where we can see into the OR. Um and so they can kind of keep an eye and make sure that like magic's wards are protecting Danny still. Rain still doesn't trust her, even though like she's literally taking physical damage by trying to protect one of your friends. But right. that's cool. Whatever. She's literally gotten them out of every jam they've been in since yeah. she's been around. Yep. But you know, yep. but she the devil. Yeah. Um, this part was super cool. And again, the art is just amazing. So the bear like plunges its claws into Corsi and the nurse and then they kind of become like these like zombified voodoo native american like puppet demons yeah they look so red they're really scary looking um and so now the new mutants have to not only fight the demon bear but they've got to fight corsian nurse demon voodoo dolls um which is you know pretty terrifying and so in turn, you know, each of the new mutants is like fighting. They're all kind of fighting like independently. They're not really working as like a cohesive unit during this fight where, yeah. you know, some of them are dealing with the demons and some of them are dealing with the bear. It's kind of their theme that they don't right. really which, work together well yet, which makes sense. Yeah. I haven't been yeah. doing this long. And I mean, not, especially when they have so much animosity between Rain and literally, literally everyone everybody else at all times. <laughs> and Roberto yeah. never doing anything that's useful for anybody. Just going to punch it. <clears throat> Yeah. That would have leveled the skyscraper. Well, it didn't work the last seven times. Why don't you try something different? Mm-hmm. Near Inblastable. He's vulnerable. Inblastable when he's invulnerable. <laughs> I love that one. Oh, my gosh. Um, Dan's turn. Oh, my God. <laughs> tired. Oh, so, shit. Cannonball goes, like, straight at the demon bear with a force that should have leveled like a skyscraper. Yeah. It does freaking nothing to the bear. Um, so it's like, how on earth are they going to beat him? If this is what he's like, um, the bear like reaches its paw into that like bridge bubble thing. And like for a moment, one of the nurses or the doctors in the ER, like thinks that they can like see something. 
um, which again is really cool and a really neat image. Uh, but you know, magic is working to keep that all under wraps and whatever. Um, and there's a big concern with Corsi and the nurse because it's like they're fighting. The new mutants are fighting them. And Magma is like, well, fuck these guys. Like, I'm going to fuck them up with my Magma yeah. powers. And they're like, no, you can't do that. The real people are still in there. And she's like, yo, if they're trying to kill me, I'm going to defend myself. Um, and they're kind of like wrecking the new mutants, too, besides. Um, which they can is like materialized you know, spiritual bow and arrows. Like, they, yeah, they can yeah. apparently fly and they're like <laughs> super fast. Just yeah. lasso sunspot and spins him over his oh head and God. then fucks yeah. him right. across the way. He's not invulnerable. Uh, he's especially not while he's spinning around in the air. Yeah. <laughs> especially as he's getting fucked. Um, <laughs> and the, I, let's be honest. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then the bear um, gets a hold of magma. And claws her, right? It's the bear that does it? Yeah. Yeah. The bear claws magma just like he did um, Corsi and the nurse. And so she becomes one of the creepy voodoo things. And magic is like, nope, fuck this. Like, I'm done. Yeah. And so she Guess stabs what saves her. the day? Yeah, the soul sword. The soul sword. But it looks different. The day. It does. Why does my sword look different? What's going on? Oh, yeah. well, I'm going to stab magma. Stab it's, everything. It's like I have a different artist working on this. Book. <laughs> um, no, like she says. No, my I, sword I know. Looks I know. I'm oh. teasing. Um, <laughs> She's, I'm just going to stab it. So, so she <laughs> stabs Amara as the creepy voodoo demon Native American doll. Um, and Sam is like, Wah! and he like oh, grabs her and starts blasting time? with her, uh, starts blasting with Amara because he thinks that or starts blasting with magic because he thinks that she killed Amara and Amara's like, no, you dummy. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? Like she set me free. Cause Sam is so like Amara with his dick in his hand that he can't like just pause. (laughs) Wow. I mean, he pretty much is Yeah, (laughs) not, not inaccurate. God, it drives me crazy. My cousin back home. Oh, sorry. Was that too, oh, that too far? <laughs> to oh, sorry. You look just like my cousin. Um, so like, I get it. Sam really likes Amara. So he was really upset. He thought that she just got killed. But like, take a minute, you know, and I think that this really attests to their age. Yeah. You know, individually and as a team where like you have to think about your actions and how they affect the entire team, not just like. Um, you killed my girlfriend, so whatever. Yeah, but at the same time, magic could have given a heads up. Like, That's hey, true. this doesn't actually hurt people. I'm yeah. saving them. That's true. I think she didn't know that. Oh, that could be. You know, and she was just like, mm, well, we'll she's dead to me happens. already. Yeah, so let's we'll just see kill what her. happens. And then she just kind of lucked out. <clears throat> I think. I don't know. I have no reason to say that, but that's just what I think. Yeah. And that's why you tune into this podcast is to hear what we think. So as they continue fighting the bear, his strength increases and more and more of the world is cast in shadow, um, which is really bad for a lot of them, especially for Sunspot. And finally, they're like, Rain, you got to get in touch with Danny and figure out, like, how the hell are we going to kill this thing? Because we can't do it. And she's like, no, last time I did that, I almost killed her. And they were like, well, if you don't, it's going to conquer this world and get more powerful and then come and conquer our world. So get it together, you little Catholic ninny. <laughs> so she does. So she figures it out. She's got the answer. We don't find out what that answer is. We just find out that she gets it, which is my 
third criticism. Like <laughs> she's literally just like, I've got it. I have the answer with like one big eye and one little eye. And she looks so fucking stupid. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and turns out it was teamwork. Oh, yeah. Oh. She gets clubbed. Essentially. Clubbed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Ileana stabs one of the demon voodoo things. It's the officer. They like set fire around the bottom of the bear and then she cuts the bear in half and then out walk Danny's parents, which is a thing that happened. (laughs) (laughs) Like this bear, this bear is interdimensional. It's a spirit. It's like taking over planets. It's, it's unbelievable. Oh God, fire. Right. Oh no, not fire. You lit my ass on fire. Like I'm terrified now. A sword made out of a nine-year-old girl's soul. (laughs) Cuts it in half. My one weakness. If there's one thing that sets my soul on fire, it's a sword made from a little girl's soul. Yeah. (laughs) Shit. Tim had a really good point here in his notes that the the demon bear, we saw its biggest fear two issues ago as Danny. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't just her. But her as the leader of the new mutants and having and being able to make them work together. He has notes that the demon bear's biggest fear was teamwork. Yeah. Yeah. And it was when they finally actually worked together, they were to bring it down relatively easily. Yeah. Until then, they kept attacking it one at a time and it was just useless. Yeah. And like especially having the periphery demon characters to also have to fight like it makes it very difficult for them to work as a cohesive unit but once they did right. really two of them once two of them worked oh. together oh no oh no it was three one of them let the bear's ass on fire oh yeah so like sunspot and rain once again useless yep um, yeah right <laughs> yep cannonball just had the blast magic up there so she could slash it in two yeah blast the magic up there and then we get oh. probably one of the most important bits of text in this entire series is that the bear taint is banished. (laughs) (laughs) Thank Uh God. Thank God. So they're um, brought back to the quote unquote real world or their own world. Um, And (laughs) Corsi. Um, So the officer Corsi and the nurse are still, they call them red Indians. It's 1983. Yeah. Not saying it's okay, but it's the 80s. It's you printed. Know, it's the, verbatim. Right. Yeah. 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 So, but they're still Native Americans. And yeah, it's crazy. Danny's parents are there. The doctors come out and, you know, they have news about Danny. She survived, but she'll be paralyzed. The new mutants are, you know, sad about it. But Xavier shows back up. Or no, he like calls them. Yeah, he comes online at this point. All of a sudden, <laughs> you know, he's been nowhere for the last like twelve fucking hours, and all of a sudden he's like, "Oh, you guys don't need to explain to me. I looked at all your memories. I know what happened." So, like, right? Like, where does the fuck need, you been? Does he need to be in the house in order to talk to them? Like, <laughs> I don't understand because before when when Shan right when Shan yeah. died, yeah. he was like scanning kilometers, right, to yeah. try and figure yep. out something. Different. Well, he specifically he like went to Missouri world. so he could talk to people on the left. And he was in Massachusetts. No, yeah. not no. At this point, they they they've been gone. They, they the said he was war. in Massachusetts. Yeah, I think it, they were in the, these issues. I think they, they, said they were that lying he was in about Massachusetts. It. Oh, okay. like like there was a note yeah. in there about that where we don't yeah. know if. They're lying about it. If it's just a story to cover or. Gotcha. So that makes a little bit more sense. So a little 
continuity around here, Secret War was a 12-issue series, so that took a year of comic time. Dang. Right, so the X-Men were gone for quite a while um, while other things were going on. Yeah. I don't know if those were all monthly or maybe if it was a little bit quicker, but it was a pretty, it was a huge event at the time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so he like telepathically calls and is like, oh, hey, don't worry. Everything's good. I'll help. It's like, okay, thanks so much for not being here. Um, so Storm shows up. Who's the healer? He's so, one of the Morlocks. Yeah, he's, his, he's just, he's a mutant Morlock from the sewers. Storm took over the the Morlocks a while ago when she beat Callisto in a knife fight because Storm's Fuck a badass yeah. with her mohawk. That's dope. I love uh, this. Yeah, Punk Rock Storm is awesome. Yeah. That's dope. Um, and Healer is just, that he's a mutant who can he heal people. That's why he's called Healer. He's yeah. kind of, he actually showed up very recently in X-Men comic and I was like, who is this guy? I had to look him up. I'm like, oh, he's a Morlock. That's yeah. interesting. He's living yeah. on Krakoa. That's cool. Yeah. Well, but yeah, a, he can heal people. Well, and it's important too. He doesn't like Healer to full. He right. effectively gives her the ability to maybe start progressing towards walking again. Right. And, right. and they're pretty that. confident that she'll be able to, you know, run, dance, climb, ride, everything. But That's apparently that was like. That was it. That, yeah, that his, was like he was almost yeah. completely used up. So I really appreciate that because it's not a and eh, nothing mattered. Right. Like Where's Xavier's healing. Like for fuck's sake. <laughs> right. He's not yeah. like elixir who comes along later and he just touches you with his gold hand and you're like, bloop, yep. totally fine. That's dumb. Nice. He also has a black hand that can just like kill people. Ooh. Later I don't get those mixed up. Yeah. Like, I think I'm gonna go with the stranger tonight. <laughs> oh no. I killed my dick. So then finally Danny's dad kind of explains what the deal with the demon bear was, how they weren't killed. They were enslaved. And then it made them go after her. But the grandpa had spells that protected her. And then she went to Xavier's school. So they had to find her. Yeah. Weird. And the grandpa had just recently died. Right. Um, this so. is issue three. And a, this is problem three and a half that I have. Yeah. Where I'm like, <laughs> it's such a fucking stupid explanation. Like, oh, yeah, we just got possessed by the demon bear like what yeah we gotta end this saga pretty quick like, so well, just God, come up right with like we're on page 22 guys yeah. like wrap it up <laughs> and there's that line at the end too where professor x is talking about how he's apparently blood brothers with danny's dad yeah but danny's dad doesn't know that but danny's dad wouldn't tell xavier everything that was going on he was just like ah dr strange will fix it so I didn't realize that all of this was tied together. I didn't realize that the X-Men like Xavier could just be like, well, let's go talk to the Avengers. Right. Like, I didn't realize right. that it was quote unquote, the same universe. Like, mm. yeah, we'll talk to Dr. Strange about it. He yeah. knows everything about everything. Yeah. The mystic arts, baby. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, yeah. I really hated the whole resolution with the, like the demon bear was so freaking awesome. It, it was. It's like, that's yeah. how you ended it. It was a little, I think it's one of those things because he says that he's not telling them everything because he's putting them in more danger that way. So that's not the whole story. I, I think it kind of like alluded to this thing isn't really gone. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, and it does come back years and years later or something like that. Like there are other instances of the demon bear. That's being awesome in comics. because I want to see that again. Yeah. Right. Seriously. Only if it's the same artist because he did such a good yeah. job. Yeah, he did such a good job. I feel like if this were like something that happened in issue seven. I would have been okay with it, but because 
the improvement in the writing and the art has yeah. just been astronomical. I feel so let down by this the, the resolution. Seems so high mm-hmm. for there to be almost not even no losses, but massive positive gains from it too. Yeah. Danny gets her parents back. She'll probably walk again. Everyone's in a better position than they were after this survival horror right. story. Yeah. Right. Cool. I, I don't. I'm yeah. You know, it's a little strange, but it's it's also a, you know, mainstream comic, superhero comic. Superhero. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. 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 I'm honestly still surprised Shan's gone. Like, <laughs> I know. I thought she yeah. was coming back. I thought I, that it was like red herring. She'd be waiting. gone for an issue. <laughs> I'm right. still waiting. Yeah. <laughs> well, and on the cover of the, the graphic novel that Dan has, I mean, granted, I guess. I didn't read it. Magic's not on the cover. <laughs> Shan's on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a so, long way they've come from yeah the yes beginning. incredible so that wraps up you know uh issues 18 through 20 of the you know the demon bear saga for new mutants and yeah can't wait to see the movie and what they do and there's a lot of unknowns about the movie right. we've heard it's a spooky house we've heard it's a mental institution mm-hmm. um lots of different ways they could go yeah so our next episode of this will be our review our deep dive if you will yeah of that movie are um are we blasting right into the movie yeah we'll be near and vulnerable while near we do so yeah <laughs> yep. i can't wait to blast all over that movie i can't wait until that movie pulls out everything that i fear in life yeah yeah happen. as long as there the won't movie... be dinosaurs or dolls though that's fair right as long <laughs> as the movie pulls out right that's fair all enough. I yeah. bad at that. I needed yeah. to for all those rewrites and reshoots they've done. Who knows? Yeah, I will say every time a new trailer is released, it looks badder ass. If that's a badasser, <laughs> badasser, <laughs> that doesn't make sense either. Um, the first one, it literally looked like they made a horror movie in the X Men universe with a bunch of characters but no powers. I was like, this looks stupid. Yeah. <laughs> right? like, what's and the then point? Four years later, they released another trailer and it's magic using her soul sword, teleporting around, attacking a demon bear, fucking Hell yeah. Uh what's his nuts blasting. Um <laughs> I'm here for it. I haven't seen not this. Corsi. Any of these trailers. I've yeah. seen the Corsi first one blasting. being like, eh, I'll probably watch it because it's X-Men. I was so was, disappointed. We still had high hopes for X-Men back then because it was before yeah. X-Men Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix, which I didn't even bother to see. Yeah, you didn't. I was super excited for this when it was initially announced because Magic was going to be in it. Magic is one of my favorite characters. Right. And then after that first trailer, I was just like, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But it's come a long way, the trailer. So I think it should be. Anything that has Colossus in it, I'm there. Right. Yeah. Like for sure. Has Colossus's sister. Close enough. Colossus's sister. Colossus's sister. Like honestly, when when Colossus, Colossus in Deadpool, Oh, oh so yeah. great. Oh hell yeah. yeah. It was just I oh god, it was so mm-hmm. wonderful. I had a moment in the movie theater. Probably a bunch <laughs> of them. <laughs> oh man. Well, that's gonna do it for us. Thanks so much for joining us. And don't forget to catch that movie and then come right back here to hear yeah. all of our deepest, darkest thoughts about it. And make sure to like, follow, subscribe, and you know. Blast that notification button Blast so you it. can get uh, a copy of the graphic novel that Dan won't allow us to read. <laughs> and if you blast it enough, you'll be nearly invulnerable. Literally, I tried to open it in the app the other day and it closed by itself. It was, yeah. weird. <laughs> <laughs> it was the demon bear. Uh, Taylor. Yeah. 
Where can the demon bear find you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to sleep for a week. <laughs> the demon bear and I have a, a mind link rapport. Uh, actually, uh, so where you can find me, if you're so interested, is uh, twitch.tv slash throwlashgaming. That's T-H-R-O-L-A-S-H. Um, you can also find me on Twitter uh, at throwlash and youtube.com slash throwlash. I am a mainly... I am mainly a Minecraft player at the moment, but we might branch out to some other games in the future. Some games that I am very passionate about. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. No. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. Demon Bear. Thanks so much for listening. Why don't you go and check out all the other great shows that the Professional Casual Network has to offer, including season one of The Space Between Presents I Saw a Tiger, which follows the Netflix smash series Tiger King and details the acid-washed antics of Joe Exotic, Carol Baskin, Jeff Lowe, as well as others. This season, we're taking a deep, dark dive into the four-part Netflix docuseries Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich. Big Fiction Energy is our audio drama pod in which Tim, Danny, and myself tell the story of Lainey, the Girl Without Fear, a fantasy novel by Dan. A grim podcast of perilous adventure is the Professional Casual Network's Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay Actual Play podcast. We're playing through The Enemy Within, which is widely considered one of the best campaigns of any RPG. Join Dan as the GM as Danny, Tim, Alexander P. Nelson, and JB try to survive the perils of the old world. And if you needed more deep dives, also check out The Space Between, which is a discussion and review of the best games, comics, and nerd movies of today and yesteryear. We also have Elite Eight Showdown with high-octane host Big Chuck and his research team. Join him while he financially ruins his partner Tim and completes an eight-team tournament bracket that could be about anything and everything. Lastly, we have Professionally Asked, Casually Answered, a totally real, totally fake advice show where we take questions and topics from you, our listeners, and do our best not to completely ruin your lives. Danny, where could people follow us or ask us questions for Professionally Asked, Casually Answered? I'm so glad you asked that, Tim. You can go ahead and email us questions. Our email address is theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com. You can also follow us and message us on Instagram at theprofessionalcasual. On Facebook, we're facebook.com slash professionalcasual. Twitter, we're at toptiercasual. Our website is theprofessionalcasual.com. On Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com slash professionalcasual. And you can also check out Lindsay's Instagram at lindsayfphotography, where you can check out all of her great photos of abandoned places and events. What are some other things that people could find on our Patreon, Danny? They can find Sarah's doodles. They can find different vlogs. They can find lots of polls. I know Big Chuck's got a ton of stuff up there. It's all just a wild time. Extra bonus content, all of those things.